Hello and welcome to another episode of Remote Pep Talks with Ryan Miller. I am your host, Ryan Miller. So, the idea is, each episode, I I take a question, or a comment, or an issue maybe, that uh, a challenge that someone is experiencing, and uh, and I unpack it with them. By with them, I mean on my own, because, well, I'm at home, and they're wherever they are. So, the other thing you need to know about remote pep talks is that I do them remotely in that... It's kind of a one-sided conversation that I have, giving some thoughts and advice and exploring some issues. I also do it on location. Now, this episode is interesting because it it really connects with where I'm at, which is really, it's about collaboration. It's about looking for people to work together with on projects. And this question came to me from someone I know, and the, the gist of it is is as follows. I've been looking for a writing slash production partner in crime for a long time. I've wanted to produce several things, podcasts, shows, radio programs, online community spaces, etc. It goes on and on, and I've never been able to find a partner that shares the same enthusiasm to jointly create something. How can I gain the confidence to do the things I want to do anyway, even without a partner in crime? How do I let go of this idea? So that's the question. This person needs a pep talk. So we're going to do that now and we're going to head out to a cafe and do just that. Ah, what a great spot. Yeah. No, I... You've got a tea. I've got a coffee. You know. Let's get down to it. So, I think there's really a there's really a couple things going on in terms of your in terms of your question, in terms of your your comment, uh, and 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 I have to say I really identify with it because I think I there's something about collaboration, and I think we we both know this where getting getting input from other people getting other people involved in our ideas getting involved in other people's ideas when they've got the, the the steam it just makes the whole enterprise go so much easier i have a lot of project driven friendships you know i think a, a lot of when i look back on my life a lot of my best friendships the most enduring ones either began or have had periodically throughout their lifespan Opportunities for us to work together on projects as is, you know, summer camps and improv shows and clandestine group get togethers and parties. Yeah, raves, all of those things. It was there's always something to kind of focus our attention. So I think that's part of it. And and I, I think I, I recognize in what you're saying that I think there's an element of not needing the support necessarily to execute on the project, but looking for someone to share that joy with, looking for someone to connect with. Does that sound accurate? I hope so. And, and in that case, I think there, there's a, a way that you can just separate those out. So maybe 
part of it isn't needing this other person or other people to really work with on projects, but it's really connected to just wanting people to hang with and, and to work on something. So I think maybe you can think about letting go of what this might, what form this might take. You mentioned radio shows or podcasts, online community spaces. Those are maybe things that are for you, that you are excited about. And it might just be a difficult moment right now to get other people to buy into your your vision. Other people have other stuff going on. So maybe one thing that you could do is really just to make yourself available to work with other people on things. So, yeah, I don't know how much time you have, but uh, if you're able to set aside some time to to volunteer and, you know, make other people's creative projects flourish, and I know you have a quite a skill set to do that, then I think that's great. Then there's another component, which is actually you call out directly, which is about gaining the confidence to do the things you want to do anyway. And, you know, I think this, I don't know if it's perfectionism, I don't know if that if that resonates with you, if you call yourself a perfectionist. I know we all call ourselves perfectionists when we're in job interviews and they say, what is a, you know, what's a, uh, a weak point? What is something you'd like to work on? And I think 95% of job applicants say, and in fact, everyone should say, well, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I like to make sure everything is done to the finest degree and sometimes I need to let that go in order to ship work and that for you I think is maybe something I hope that you need to hear right now pick one project and get to work on it you know invite other people if that's a that's something that needs to be part of it you can bring other people on board or just fucking get down to it find a project that you can do on your own and just say you know what I'm going to dedicate myself to this and and build some momentum there's a you know a saying of at work i don't know is this a thing people say at work but give if you want something done give it to the busiest person the idea being that that person even though they're super busy they got lots of other stuff going on that's the kind of person who gets shit done give it to that person they churn it out and and it's done and if there's someone who maybe seems quite idle and is not doing a lot of work don't give it to them cuz they don't <laughs> They don't do a lot of work, you know? Even though it might seem like they have the time, they clearly don't have some other crucial components to get stuff done. So I think, yeah, in in your case, and I'm not saying you're that person who, who doesn't get work done, what I'm saying is put yourself in the position to start generating work. Oh, this this reminds me of a, uh, a nice piece of writing advice that I, I read, and I can't attribute it properly because I don't remember what book I read it in but the the writer of that book um, she talks about a friend of hers who is a who is also a writer who was having trouble getting you know getting up the the wherewithal to sit down in front of that blank page and start writing a book I think she'd already had some success and so was feeling a bit daunted and so what she started telling herself is I'm gonna write a short bad book and 
that that worked that that mantra that that phrase i'm gonna write a short bad book it freed her from the expectations that she'd put on herself that she needed to you know to hit a certain word count and to you know achieve a certain level of brilliance she's like no i'm just gonna write a, a short bad book doesn't need to be good doesn't need to be long it's just you know and that freed up the space for her to to get to work on on a book that i don't remember the end of the anecdote but let's assume that it was long and brilliant you know and so maybe for you maybe you need to do a a short shitty project something quick and uh, quick and easy or not easy i shouldn't say that uh quick and simple to execute and ship it do 30 days of that and and then reassess. So yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I think maybe there's one more, one more thing that I can, that I can say that maybe will be, that maybe will be useful. But I forget it. Oh no, I think I have it. It's like curling around in my brain. Um. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's this. I think there's a great attitude toward work and I try and adopt it myself towards producing anything of of value. And it's, you know, I think it comes from improv, which is really process focused and not and not result focused, because in improv, if you're like, I want this show to be amazing or I'm going to I better have three great jokes in this next scene, it it inevitably doesn't work. So what I think we can do here is just let go of the of the result, much like making a, uh, a, a short, a short bad book, but to invest in the process. And I think so there's an element here of ignoring what this work of art might become, what this thing that you're working on might ultimately turn out to be and just just get nested, nested into doing the work. And finally, before I, I go, before we sign off, I want to say, be gentle with yourself. I, I know that I certainly put a lot of expectation on myself to, to, to not only do great work, but to do a lot of it. And for instance, I have a YouTube channel, and it's got, I don't know, some videos on there, but depending on how in the in the flow of creating videos I am there can go you know four or five six months without without anything on there and then I sometimes tell myself oh Ryan come on you haven't put out a video for a long time you got to get busy and really you know create something produce something put work into the world come on Ryan you fucking failure get it done when the the fact is um everyone's doing everyone's doing fine you know without the work that i want to put in the world do i think i have value to add do i is it important for me as a as a value of my own to express myself do i like the getting stuck in on a project all of yes of course yes all of those things are absolutely true but it's sometimes important for me to remind myself that everything is going on fine in the world. Well, I don't know if everything is going on fine in the world, but certainly my podcast or my, you know, two-minute 
YouTube video or a short story or whatever it is, while it can make a difference, while it's very important and I don't want to undervalue my own work, it's okay to just take your time. It's okay for me to take my time and it's okay for you to take your time as well. So that's it. I'd say find opportunities to collaborate with people on maybe on things that they want to do. Don't put a lot of expectations on yourself to really create something amazing. Just work on having some momentum and, or, or on building some momentum and working on stuff that gives you some joy. And ultimately, don't worry so much about the result because it's, it's, it is important. It's super important. It's really valuable. You need to do it. But also, it's okay. It's okay if it, if it takes longer, if people are, because people are doing other things. So, yeah, I hope that gives you, I hope that strikes the right balance between giving you a pep talk, giving you a boost, getting you going, and also reminding you that it's okay. Don't take yourself so seriously. Don't work so hard. Don't put so much expectation and pressure on yourself. It's a, I think it's a balance that changes from, from week to week and day to day and even sometimes, you know, hour to hour. But as long as you're, you find your rhythm of getting to work, doing what matters, what gives you joy, what drives you, where your passion is, and also looking after your life, doing the other things that you need to do, including relaxing, napping, spending time with friends and family, all of those, uh, all of those things. Find that balance. Find that balance. Okay? So, thanks very much. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the coffee. Well, there you have it. Another remote pep talk in the bag, in the can. Signed, sealed, and soon to be delivered. So, yeah, I think the the important thing to know here is... Is what? I think it was all covered in the episode. So I think all that leaves me to do is to say thank you for for your question, for your, your topic... I think it's one that's uh, that's valuable for me, and I, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who who resonate with some elements of that. So so thanks for thank you for reaching out via email as you did. If you have a topic that you would like covered in a future remote pep talk, then just email me. That's info at ryanmillar.com. You can sign up for the mailing list on the website ryanmillar.com. You might notice I'm really leaning into the pronunciation of Millar and not Miller, as I normally say it. And that's because this is an audio medium. So it helps people, I think, find it um, online when they know that Millar, he's pronouncing that weird. Is that maybe an A-R? Yeah, yeah, it is. So I want to make sure to mention the book that I was talking about, where the author talks about a, a friend writing a short, bad book but I couldn't remember the name of the book that that anecdote is in. I remember now. The book is Still Writing by Danny Shapiro, and it's great. And I've started reading it again, and it's excellent. So highly recommend that book. The theme music for this is from my friend Bone40, so I want to say thank you to him for that. And I also want to give a thanks to Hitrison 
for his restaurant sounds atmosphere from the Sunny Point Cafe. So thank you, Hitrason. So that's it. I guess, you, you know, download some more episodes, have fun, and while you're at it, uh, enjoy your day. And in fact, I would say even more important is enjoy your right now. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.